Blog Talk Radio. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You've heard about it. You've read about it. You've talked about it. And now you found it. This is Alan Smith's Ask the Trucker Live on Blog Talk Radio, the largest radio social network in the world. With your hosts, Alan and Donna Smith, focusing on driver health, careers, regulations, and the important issues facing the industry. It's time to shut down that big rig, sit back, and come join the conversation. Ask the Trucker Live begins right now. Good evening, everyone. Today is Thursday, March 12, 2015, and this is Donna Smith, uh, your usual co-host of Ask the Trucker Live. But as you can see, tonight I'm your host. Uh, This will be my first time ever operating the switchboard while doing the show, so bear with me, everyone. It's a little overwhelming, but I'll get through it. Uh, Tonight we're in a two-part series of Truck Drivers Health, a uh, very crucial part of uh, a driver's career and their life. And um, what a show it is. There's, um, I'm looking at the switchboard, and wow, it's it's filling up. Great. Thank you all. And uh, just if you do want to be a part of the show, and um, if you're listening on your computer and you want to call in, the number is 347 826 9170. And uh, you do have to hit one on your keypad to um, let us know that you want to talk and that you're not just listening. And that goes for everybody who's listening on their phone now, too. If you do want to, you know, be a part of the show, you have something great you want to give us over here, just click one on your keypad. So, everybody, so hold on to your hats. Uh, We'll have a short break, and we will be right back. You're listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. Alan and Donna will be right back. Hey everybody, Alan Smith here. Have you been driving a big rig for a while now and considering starting your own business as an owner-operator? Well, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing offers the best lease purchase plan in the industry. With a small down payment and monthly payments around $1,000 or less, you make the monthly payment, and when the final payment is made, they hand over the title. It really is that simple. There is no big balloon payment at the end, and secondly, the truck is yours, not a lease plan under one truck and company. So if becoming an owner-operator is your goal, do it the right way. Do it the best way. Contact Lone Mountain Truck Leasing on the web at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free at 866-512-5685. That's LoneMountainTruck.com. This is Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. To be a part of the program, call in now at 347-826-9170. Skype users can call in by clicking on the Skype button on our show page. 
To be a sponsor of the show, email Donna at info at askthetrucker.com. Now, back to the show. Hello. Uh, let's Hello, see. Hello, Donna. How are you, Tom? Well, we're back again, and let's see, last week, I'm just going to review a few things. I've got um, Tom Kirk on the line. He had his hand up, and uh, Tom's going to be helping me through the show tonight, uh, being my first time. And I have to tell you, it is a little intimidating over here, Tom, looking at this switchboard and looking at it fill up with all the callers. And I'm not like Alan. I don't know what all these um, area codes, where they're from. I know he always announces, uh, you know, the different states that are calling in. But uh, anyway, um, last week, I'm just going to do a little bit of a review of what we did last week, and Tom was on the show last week also. Uh, We reviewed the lifestyle and obstacles and the importance of having a support system in place uh, in order for people to, you know, go on their new journey. Uh, Many folks uh, called in offering their information and support, And if you did miss the show last week, don't worry. It's all in the archives. Uh, A lot of great information. And, and Tom, we got a lot of feedback on last week's show. But um, why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit, Tom, um, for those who don't know you? Sure, Donna. Thank you for having me on tonight. It's a real pleasure. And you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Uh, And also, in case I do drop out here in a little bit, I may be entering a dead zone for a little bit. I'll call back as soon as I can. Uh, but uh, my name's Tom Kirk. I've been driving a truck about, oh, nine years now, a little over that. And like a lot of drivers, you know, I started off at a reasonable weight, a little heavy, and, and over time it, it got on, and I was basically given a choice by the doctor, lose weight or uh, have to get a sleep apnea study. So I tried and lost a little bit and, and, and just had a lot of mixed success. And things happened my life. I started cooking on the truck more. The weight started coming off. I got reconnected with my friend Bob Perry, uh, who uh, runs the Rolling Strong program, and he started doing some coaching with me and his staff, and more weight came off. And, and last year, it was the first time in about four years, I passed the DOT physical without uh, having any kind of restrictions. I got my two-year card back. So, And it was mainly done, done through, through diet and exercise. And that kind of with his encouragement, some other people's encouragement, I started my blog, RoadTestedLiving.com, which is about my, my journey and just tips from myself and other drivers on how to have a better life while out on the road. And I was encouraged to do a cookbook. And about a year ago, almost exactly, I met uh, Linda Caffey, and we started talking. She's one of the team Run Smart Pros, and realized we both had a passion for cooking and came up with this idea of doing a cookbook. And... Uh, we had some very supportive people at Team Runsmart that really helped with the editing behind the scenes. Uh, we really couldn't have done it without the help, help of Beth, Sean, and Heather. Uh, and we put together a cookbook, and it's going to be rolling out uh, the e-version of it for Matt's. Uh, Linda and I are going to be there promoting it, talking about drivers on ways to get healthy on the road. And it's, it's just been really an exciting ride over the last year where, where I've just been able to talk to other drivers and kind of share my story a little bit and hear other drivers' stories about how they've got to healthier, stay healthy on the road. And that's that's a little bit of what we were talking about last week because this, this is so important, the support groups. We really um, stressed last week the different support groups that are available to you. And we're going to go over 
uh, them again tonight. As a matter of fact, um, for everybody who's on Facebook that has a uh, a cooking, either a cooking or a health group or fan page, um, we tried to put it up on Trucking Social Media, all of them today. So if you go on truckingsocialmedia.com, uh, this is a free resource for drivers, truckingsocialmedia.com. And it's really just to network the industry together with all the resources that are available. And the one section, social media, um, we put up a, a, a whole bunch of new groups from Facebook. And, and if you go on there and you don't see your group and you think it needs to be on there, you just let us know and we will put you on there. Tom, while, while I have you on the phone, I mean, as long as we're talking about um, mats and the cookbook and all like that, um, we just put up a, a press release um, regarding what you and Linda uh, Kathy are um, up to at Matt's. Can you want to go a little bit through that? Sure, we can do that. Linda and I, was, I, I like was going to save it the for summer. the end, but well, 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 Everybody, when we talk the thing about unity, it always seems like food comes involved. And we came up with this idea of having what we're calling Cooking in the Truck Summit. And Freightliner has agreed to let us use their uh, hospitality trailer over the uh, Papa John's parking lot Thursday night at 8 o'clock. And it, basically, anybody that's interested in cooking on the truck, particularly those of you who belong to another cooking group, we're encouraging you to come, share resources, uh, you know, tell us maybe about some of the groups that you belong to, if you have ideas for storage or a favorite appliance, uh, you know, bring that information. You're more than welcome to uh, email us uh, pictures of that stuff so we can post it up on the uh, Facebook page we just started for this. Uh, you can email it to roadtestedliving at gmail.com. Uh, please put some of it in the comment line. That way I know uh, what it's for. It makes my life easier. Uh, but, you know, th this is about just networking. The other purpose of this summit is we would like to try and come up with ideas, do some brainstorming, if you will, about how we can work with the trucking industry to promote our interests and to make cooking even more accessible. You know, something that's been tossed around is maybe working with the truck stops to sell some of the basic staples we need at a more affordable price point. So, you know, well, if, if they see they have a market, we're hoping that they'll sell it. Yeah, I, I mean, Matt's is going to have uh, a few groups, and we'll get into what else is going on at Matt's also. But I just wanted you to share that since um, the, the announcement just went up yesterday. And, by the way, it's getting a lot of traffic on Ask the Trucker. If anybody wants to read about this press release, just go to askthetrucker.com. It's the featured post. And... Um, and we'll probably, in the next week, as uh, Matt's approach approaches, we'll be putting up other other um, stories and events that will be going on during that, especially uh, regarding the health. This is the series we're on right now. Uh, just to do another announcement, um, I see a lot of people listening. If you do want to, uh, you know, come and join in on the conversation, just click one on your keypad and then we can bring you up live. So, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I do want to say this, because there's going to be a lot of information on this show tonight. And 
I want to say that um, much of this information on the show is info that we have researched on the Internet or journals or somewhere. Um, We have to sift through a lot of it and double-check a lot of it because, you know, not everything you read on the Internet is is true, and you just can't take for granted when you read something that it is true, so you have to confirm it, and uh, really just so that it's valid information. So I've read so many contradictions online, you know, make your head spin, and that's why I say that if, and when you do, do your own research, always confirm what you read from reputable sources. And that's what that's what we try to do. So, you know, whatever whatever we say tonight, it's things we've researched and confirmed. However, we strongly suggest that if there's a topic and you question it or you want to know more information, just get on Google and uh and find out for yourself. And and really it's good to do that because what happens it's like a domino effect. Once you start researching one thing and then you read and then you're like, oh, wow, and then you go research another, and before you know it, you're hooked on health, and one and one thing just leads to another, and, and it, it's great. I mean, it's wonderful. I love listening to people sharing what they've learned, but I also like, you know, reading it for myself. So uh, we do attempt to share the most accurate information, but like I said, we do encourage you to do your own research. Um, so if I can throw in one more quick thing on that too, Donna, sure. is before sure. anybody goes and makes a major change, whether it's in your diet, exercise, adding a supplement, check with your doctor or a trusted medical provider because you may have something unique. For example, I'm a huge fan of grapefruit, but certain people, because of medicines they're on, should not eat grapefruit right. as it causes right. drug interactions. So, you know, you may hear somebody saying, oh, eat this, eat that. It may not be right for you. So please check with your doctor before you go and make any major changes because there may be something in your medical condition where it could affect you that we would have no way of knowing. Right. And, and you know, that that's for anything, anything you do in life. Um, I know some people just start an exercise program and, you know, they just go full force and everything. Once you're going to really start to change your whole way of life, it, it is a good idea just to, you know, have a checkup and and see how, how you're doing, what your blood levels are and where you're at. So also, it'll tell you how you've improved. I mean, you, you need a starting point. So um, that's that's really good. I'm glad you brought that up, Tom. So um, so let's get going. A lot to go over. Um, uh, everyone who's succeeded in a goal has a success story. And they're all different. They may all have different reasons uh, for why they wanted to become healthier. But, you know, the bottom line is everyone has the same initial awareness and comes to the same conclusion, I have to change my life. And uh, the reason may be different of why you got to that point, but we all begin in the same place. Uh, I like to call it the awakening. And uh, whether you're here because you want to lose weight, you aren't feeling well, you're concerned about your career, or like me, you developed an autoimmune disease that's wreaking havoc and uh, without being treated could not only reduce the quality of life but even life itself. 
So there's all different reasons why people decide, okay, today's the day, I'm going to do something. And whatever that reason is, it doesn't matter. You're here, and that's great. So uh, let's go. Um, once again, 347-826-9170. Uh, press 1 on your keypad. And uh, let's start in here, Tom. Uh, the, the types of foods drivers consume, plus their sedentary lifestyle, it takes a toll on them physically and emotionally. Uh, yet, you know, the possibility to change their habits, because habits are just what they are. They're habits. They're very difficult. Um, and for some people, it's even more difficult uh, than others. So we've kind of put together some some steps to take. And uh, we'll go over all of them tonight um, in detail. Some are obvious, some are very easy, some are interesting, and, you know, you're going to want to learn more about them. But anyway, if you have a pencil and you want to jot them down, you might want to do so. Of course, you know, our shows are archived. So you could always listen to the to the replay. But um I'm gonna I'm gonna just start in with um the very first one and you've heard it a thousand times, but now you hear it a thousand one. Drink more water. And I can't stress that enough and we forget to drink water. Um well I like me, I drink coffee all day long and I have to remind myself in between to to take a glass of water. Um matter of fact, especially if you drink coffee or tea or a caffeinated beverage, you want to drink even more water because it uh, I think what is it? For every two cups of coffee you should have a glass of water or vice versa or something like that. But I know there, there's some new research on that, Donna, that's coming out. That does yeah. indicate that you don't necessarily have to drink as much water or extra water if you're drinking coffee. Uh, right. Some of it depends a little bit on the person. But basically, here's the rule of thumb that I use. If, if I go and drink some coffee and my mouth feels dry afterwards, yes. I'm not drinking enough water. Uh, right. So if you right. still feel a little thirsty, then that's a good sign you need, you need some water. You know, for me, it's usually a one-to-one ratio, one cup of coffee to one glass of water. Uh, but like I said, that's for me personally. Well, you know, if if everybody who drinks soda, and I haven't I haven't really drank soda in a in a while. I mean, I'll maybe like a sip once a month. And um, if you replace what you're used to drinking, or even even partially replace it. Uh, if you drink five sodas a day, you know, <laughs> which I hope you don't, but I'm just saying, you know, and you want to replace, you know, four of them with a the water and just go down to one, you know, I mean, it, it's just a lot of common sense. And it is. just keep it in your truck. I mean, you've heard it, and, and today's the day you really wanted to start, and we're doing the steps. So this is an easy one, a real easy and, and one. And something help. that people don't think about, if you look at a bottle of soda, uh, they're like, oh, 200 calories per serving. Well, then you look at the back of the bottle and you see it's two and a half servings per bottle. So if you were drinking one, you know, one, let's say, 20-ounce bottle of soda a day, which we'll say that's two and a half servings, you basically drank one meal right there. If you have two or three of those a day, you've just drank a whole bunch of, of extra calories that really don't give you any nutrition. And another thing that sneaks up on you is fruit juice. 
you know, you, you have some of these, like the naked smoothies that a lot of people have, and, and I used to drink them quite heavily in fairly large quantities until, I, until Bob Perry pointed out to me that there's a lot of calories in those, it says so, and that the serving size is much smaller than the bottle. So I actually, once I became aware of that, uh, I noticed that that was one of the things that helped me start losing weight. These are the hidden calories you don't think about. And, you know, it's just that that thing is, is you know, if you drink, let's say, five, five sodas a day, start easy. Replace one soda with one water. You know, just start small and work your way up. And one more thing, and then we'll move on to number two. But if you're drinking diet soda and you think, well, it's okay, I'm drinking diet soda, wrong. If I had a choice between, and somebody told me you have to have a soda right now, I would pick the one with the sugar in it, even though sugar is, you know, just as, is, is bad for you. But I believe the artificial sweeteners are ten times worse. And And just what I was saying earlier in the show, do your research. I just made a statement. Artificial sweeteners are worse than sugar. Google it and say, are artificial sweeteners worse than sugar? I mean, I've done the research, and to me, I've made up my mind that, yes, they are. Unless you go to something like um, Stevia, um, or what's the other name for Stevia? I, I forgot. Truvia. Truvia is the brand Truvia? name. Okay. That's Truvia. the brand name. Now, other than that, um, I think the worst is uh, aspartame. Um, that's the blue stuff, equal. And uh, there are some artificial uh, sweeteners, I think xylitol, things like that. But usually in the um, in the sodas, it's it's aspartame. But anyway, that's just that one thing about diet soda. Don't drink it. Okay, number two is eat less salt. And I, you know, I don't worry about salt. Okay, number one, my pressure is like a hundred over sixty. But number two is I don't eat processed foods, and we're going to get into that. That's um, that's step four. But I don't worry about salting my food because I don't eat processed foods because the amount of salt in processed foods is ridiculous. And your body does need salt. So, you know, if you like it, I'm not saying to, you know, put a pound of salt on everything you eat, but um, I personally don't worry too much. Now, I don't eat that much either. So I guess the key thing is that word moderation and common sense. I think common sense is a better word than moderation. You know, if something tastes real salty, you know, you try not to eat it. It it means there's just a little too much on there. But eat less salt, and I'm going to put hyphen less processed foods. Uh, And and that's a good thing, thing to remember. Oh, yeah. You know, it's very highly related, you know. I mean, the same thing with eating less sugar. Um, You know, if you eat less processed foods, you're going to eat less sugar because there's a lot of sugar and salt in processed foods. So once once we start eating healthy and whole food, and we'll talk about what that is, then um, you'll uh, you'll see a difference. Now, the third thing, and then I've got to do a quick break after number three, is exercise more. Now, this is the the dirty word, you know. Well, I don't have time. I'm tired. I'm this. I'm that. It's all true. It's valid. These are valid reasons. You know, people are stressed. So how do you start exercising more? Well, I think the easiest way to start exercising more is 
to park on the other side of the parking lot when you do park and walk. And maybe walk around your truck a couple of times, then go in, and then when you come back, walk a couple of times around. Now, that's that's my thoughts of how I would start because people just don't want to start like, oh, what do I have to do, start running and this and that? No, this is what the 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 show's about. It's it's easy steps, not difficult. So, do you have something you'd like to add to that, Tom? About yeah. exercise. Uh, there's, there's a few, few things. Few things on that. As, you know, as a driver and some tips I've got. First of all, I, I need to give credit to somebody tonight. Uh, Bob Perry with Rolling Strong. A lot of the, the the suggestions I gave to Donna for for the, the easy steps and what I'm about ready to say. Uh, I got them from him, so though these are not my ideas. I, I need to give credit where I came them from. But like you said, if you get out of the truck, just take a couple laps around it. Um, it's, if remember, memory serves correctly, 32 laps around the average truck and trailer is one mile. You don't have to walk the one mile at once. But as drivers, we get in and out of the truck multiple times a day. So if you get out, let's say each major stop, you get out, walk three or four laps around your truck. Uh, do step-ups on your steps. You know, you can do it, get a real quick cardio workout by doing step-ups on the side of your truck. You can do push-offs off, off the side of your truck. You know, if you don't want to get on the ground to do push-ups, just do a push-up on the side of, side of your truck. Um, you can do squats, you know, holding on to your truck for balance. There's a lot of exercises that you can do that don't take much time. You know, in about 10 to 15 minutes, you can get in a quick workout that uh, doesn't require a lot of effort or energy that will still give you the impact of working out. And you can do it in about 15 minutes. And you've got 30-minute breaks. You've got time at shippers and receivers. We do have time in the day where we can find these little minutes. And you don't have to work out 30 minutes at once. You can do it in 5, 10, 15-minute increments. And so it adds up to that 20 to 30 minutes a day. But the big one is, which all the, the research that I've seen, is try to walk 10,000 steps a day. That's about two and a half, three miles, depending on, uh, on your size of your step. But, and that sounds like a lot. But going out and get a pedometer and just make uh, a pledge to yourself that I'm going to walk no fewer steps than the day I did before. So let's just say you walk 500 steps today. Well, tomorrow you make a pledge to yourself, I'm not going to go under 500. And then maybe you do 700, Okay. You're not going to go with 700. As long as you just keep walking more than what you did the day before, before you know it, you're going to be at that 10,000 steps. So that's a really doable way to do it. And, and, you know, make it fun. Make it measurable. And here's the other, the biggest thing. Find an exercise that you will do. If you're not going to do the step-ups or if you don't like the jog, find something that you can do that you enjoy uh, it might be something that seems as simple as getting a small fly fishing rod with one of those practice uh, casting lures and just go out and pra- practice casting someplace. It's going to give you some activity. Some activity is better than none. Right, right. And, hey, and even even just parking on the other side of the lot, if that's and, and, where you, know, you want to that, start, then, then start there for a week. And, and, you know, I think most people sometimes they just get overwhelmed with everything, you know, the change in this, change in that. Small baby steps. You will uh, move up to walking around the truck and the exercise. So just start at parking at the opposite end if, if that's where 
where you want to start. Hey, listen, I'm going to take a break here for a minute. We'll be right back. And uh, we're talking on uh, Ask the Trucker Live. You're listening to Ask the Trucker Live on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. Alan and Donna will be right back. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Ask the Trucker Live. And I want to tell you how you can save big money with Pivot Technology Resources. Pivot Technology Resources is the trucking industry's only source for quality new and used mobile communications and asset tracking equipment. With Pivot Technology Resources, you can have the latest technology such as Omnitrax MCP50 and the MCP200 or a PeopleNet VLU2 or PD4, and for around half the price of going directly through the manufacturer. Here's how they are able to bring you quality technology at such a low cost. Pivot Technology Resources obtains working in-cab computers from companies that go out of business, downsize their fleet, or change their technologies. Their team of professionals guarantee that they are in working order and even offers a brand new in-house warranty and all for about half the price. They even will buy your equipment as well. Find out more by calling 1-800-679-0177 and visit them on the web at pivotresources.com. Discover why so many of the most respected companies in the country have relied on their expertise. one 800 679-0177 pivotresources.com This is Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. Now, back to the show. Well, we're back again, everybody. This is this is actually a lot of fun, a, a lot of control over here, Tom. <laughs> I, I can see, but I, I want to say I always knew you and and um, Alan were holding out out on us, and that you had a live studio audience, and that's proof. <laughs> yeah, I'm just having a lot of fun over here tonight uh, doing it all. But anyway, getting back, um, we've been reviewing the steps to take to get back into your health. You've made the decision. We've covered drinking more water, eating less salt through not eating a lot of processed foods, eating less sugar, and exercising. Now we're going to hit the processed foods. And, um, I, you know, I can't tell you how how bad these are. This is one of those things when I told you do your research. Just type in why are processed foods bad. And we'll go over it tonight uh, a little bit. But it's one of those things that, you know, once you start reading more and more about it, you're you're going to be like, wow, okay, I didn't realize they were really that bad. So what is a processed food? It's, it's any food that's been altered from its natural state. Uh, foods are usually processed in, in one of several ways, uh, canning, freezing, refrigerating, dehydrating. And some natural foods can become processed foods simply by freezing them. Uh, all uh, such as meats and vegetables, although this process is not harmful as long as the food is unaltered. Uh, unfortunately, hundreds of uh, otherwise healthy, nutritious foods are ruined by processing. They usually contain high sugar, like we said before, and high 
fructose corn syrup, which, you know, I just see a skull and crossbones on. Processed foods that are bad for you are high in amounts of sodium, which is the salt we discussed earlier, fat, refined flour, preservatives, or sugar. Processed foods contain all sorts of artificial ingredients. Um, preservatives, colorants, flavor, texturants, and um, the, the trans fat and higher levels in processed foods are also dangerous to your health and uh, and what they're in. But anyway, basically, um, I guess, well, we'll get into trans fats in a minute, okay, um, because it, I'm leading right into trans fats. Processed foods, you know, they're just mostly not real food. It's in a package. Uh, it's not a one-ingredient food. If you look at the package, you'll see the list of ingredients on the the food, and everybody assumes that, you know, these it's okay. Well, you know, they're looking out for us. These, this stuff in this food must be okay. But unfortunately, it, it's not okay. And um, it causes, if you start reading, you'll realize it causes inflammation and all kinds of uh, reactions because your your body does it the best it can to get rid of all these uh, poisons, toxins, and things that don't belong in your body. And uh, and yet, you know, sometimes enough is enough and, and you will start to feel sick. Not only that, processed foods are very addictive and, you know, they're hard to get rid of. Um, you know, how did I start? I, I found out I had I had an autoimmune disease, and that's where I started to research. And you know, I hate for anybody to have to get to that point to to get that sick, because I thought I was eating great. You know, I mean, salad dressing. I thought that was you know on my salad. Oh yeah, I eat healthy. Never thinking that you know boxed food there was something wrong with it or i mean i had an inkling but you know didn't really pay attention so i hate for anybody really to get sick and i think that's why i'm so passionate about it do you have anything to add tom about processed foods the big thing that i have to add is not all processed foods are created equal there are some processed foods that can actually be good for you if you look at some of the fermented foods um, they natural naturally fermented foods they actually are good for you because they have a, a natural source of probiotics. And the, these are foods that if you go back hundreds, if not thousands of years, that that was the way people used to preserve preserve their foods, and there's a track record that it can actually be good for you. So it, it's like Donna said, just because this process doesn't necessarily mean it's bad, but you need to do your research. If you look at the back of the label, and you, it's much more than five ingredients, and particularly if it looks like something you'd find in your high school chemistry teacher's lab rather than in your mother's kitchen, that's a good sign. You, you, well, you know, when you talk about naturally what this is, I know what this is, I know what this is, that's a pretty good sign that it's better for you. And the only other comment I have is, what, Donna, Twinkies aren't a real food? What is it? Uh, I think I oh, was in my... Oh, is that you? I thought I was being lost. Well, the the processed foods that um, I was referring to are the ones with the um, the chemicals, the additives, the colorants, the artificial flavors. Once it says artificial flavor, I mean, they can add, uh, okay, Tom's just dropped off. I just got the notice. Tom, give us a call back. Um, <clears throat> once they put artificial flavor on a... On a um, ingredient 
that could be 14 other things that they've just added. So, okay, well, you get the idea about processed food. So, you know, what do you replace that with? Well, a whole food, anything that has one ingredient. Chicken is chicken, beef is beef, and, uh, you know, eggs are eggs. And these are one-ingredient foods. And some packages are okay. You know, I, I buy things in packages, and I just read the ingredients. And that's why I said in the beginning of the show, common sense. Just use your common sense, and you will figure it out. Next thing is to replace um, bad foods with, and we're going to get into the bad fats. Uh, a, a dirty word that we hear all the time is the word trans fat. And uh, generally speaking, um, all the garbage a good primal eating plan avoids is margarine, shortening, pastries, donuts, muffins, biscuits. There's a lot of trans fats in these things, cakes, frostings. I mean, I do make frosting when there's time to have a, um, you know, a birthday or something like that. Uh, I, I use butter and uh, cane sugar, confectionery sugar, not regular sugar. Be, unless it says cane sugar, because that means it's genetically modified sugar. It's in pies, crackers, chips, breads, instant flavored coffee drinks, microwave popcorn, and all the fast food subse- uh, suspects like fried chicken, chicken patty sandwiches, french fries, and, you know, it, it, trans fats are really bad. The, the concern has even um, spurred local and state governments to regulate public consumption, New York City was the first in July of 2008 when the law banned trans fats in city restaurants. And uh, with the recent flip of the calendar, the state of California added to that list. Uh, although many restaurants and food manufacturers scrambled to create new formulations following the labeling rule, trans fats have all but disappeared. But really, have they? Now, here's the thing. When you look on a label and it says zero trans fat, there is a loophole. If there is 0.5 grams per serving, they're allowed to list it as zero. So if the American Heart Association suggests two grams a day as an absolute limit, and you eat four things that say zero, but they really have uh, 0.5, then you've already had your limit. So again... You need to uh, look at the label, and I'm trying to see ingredients. Look for words. Here's the key words you want to look for. Partially hydrogenated, which usually, or hydrogenated, which means partially, and high stearate and steric rich. If it says that, it's got a trans fat in it, and that's, you know, just the way it is. Um, I always look at labels. Um, I don't know. I don't know if everybody out there looks at labels, but I'm almost a label hound. Uh, now, here's another thing about trans fats, and don't be confused by it. Hey, everybody! I'm really sorry about that. I got kicked off, and I was just going on and on and on, and all of a sudden, I I get that that ding 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 noise. Okay, well, welcome back. And uh, we were talking about trans fats, and and they're they're really pretty bad. Uh, a naturally occurring ones are fine. They're very little and they're actually good for you. They, they're cattle, sheep, goats, and uh, and milk. So don't be confused be, be, um, between natural versus industrial trans fat comparison. 
again, check your nutrition facts label and you'll be fine. Uh, hydrogenated vegetable oils, the biggest source of trans fats. They're cheap. They have a long shelf life. So um, what are some of the good oils? You know, I I pretty much stay away from uh, corn oil entirely, mostly because uh, corn is genetically modified, which that's a whole other show that we'll be having. But uh, I stay away from all soy product, and that's also 90% genetically modified. So I check labels if it contains soy or corn um, out of there. But what are some of the good oils? I mean, you need alternatives. You just can't say, don't eat this. Well, let me tell you, butter is really good. And after years of thinking that it was terrible and stay away from it, now everybody's jumping on the butter's great bandwagon. And uh, it's a saturated fat, and uh, it's, it shows a lot of potential for healing and healthy living. And uh, so we don't have margarine in our house. It's, it's, just, not, it's just not a good deal. Um, monosaturated fats, you know, you have things like uh, olive oil and things like that. And let me see, I had a whole great list of the regular oils. Um, coconut oil, palm oil, not hydrogenated. Anytime you see the word hydrogenated associated with palm oil, then that's a trans fat, okay? But the good oils are coconut oil, palm oil, olive oil, avocado oil, peanut oil, um, these are all good things. Now I want to get into um, everybody who uses canola oil. I know a lot of people, this is really controversial, and this is one of those things I really do hope you can uh, look up, is your canola oil. And although it contains a high percentage of relatively stable monosaturated fats, canola oil goes rancid quickly, and uh, it forms high concentrations of trans fatty acids. And I read just today that when it's in the degradation process, it can be up to 40% trans fatty acids. That's scary. Um, I know if you're going to fry, so what do you fry in? You can't use olive oil because it has a low smoking point. And uh, so does uh, coconut oil. So those, you know, if you want to saute or something like that, you know, you don't, we don't fry. Um, I might fry on occasion, though. I don't know, once a month or every other month or something like that. So what do I use? Well, I use sunflower safflower oil. Uh, Today I uh, was reading that peanut oil is is good. And you're going to get a lot of controversy you're going to read things that say, no, don't use sunflower or safflower oil or cottonseed oil. Um, use use this or use olive oil. But, you know, that's why I say do your research. I fry, if I do, on very rare occasions with safflower or sunflower oil. Salads and everything, you want to do coconut oil and olive oil. Um, Tom was telling me today, and he's not back yet. Let me look at the switchboard. Nope that um, he was telling me that there's a big surge with avocado oil. And uh, so there you go with your oils. Now, the next thing, um, so we just replaced the good fats uh, with from the bad fats, and the next thing we want to do is to avoid wheat products. So what are wheat products, and why do we want to avoid them? First of all, your bread isn't the same bread you ate, you know, 50 years ago or 20 years ago. 
Uh, there's a lot of modification going on uh, with our food supply. I read a book that my doctor told me to read, um, and it was called Wheat Belly. And when I read it, I just thought, oh, my God, I just don't want to eat wheat products at all anymore. And I'm not saying I don't have celiac disease where you actually develop an, uh, a, an allergic reaction or, to the wheat. Um, that might not be the best choice of words, but people with celiac disease you know, get extremely ill if they have uh, any kind of gluten uh, product. So I'm not saying that. But I am saying that if you can avoid wheat products or or reduce them, you know, I know it's hard sometimes to uh, to just get rid of something and say, no, I'm not going to eat that ever again. Reduce it. These are small steps, small changes, and just be aware that they aren't good for you. Um, the next thing that uh, you can do is eat more fruit. Uh, best fruits are your berries, blueberries, raspberries, high in, uh, in uh, antioxidants, and peaches and plums and things like that. Would limit, you know, bananas. You know, I mean, if you like bananas, uh, one or two a day. But pineapple. I mean, I must. I eat so much pineapple. I'm here in Florida. We get pineapple. Uh, it's it's readily readily available and and I just love it and it, it will take care of that sweet craving because it's if you're used to eating sweets and processed foods you're it's going to take you a couple of weeks to get it out of your system so I do suggest to eat fruit it'll help it'll help with those cravings um, the the sixth thing is to be aware of uh, GMO ingredients. Uh, what are those? We're going to have a show on that, genetically modified ingredients. And like I said, um, okay, Tom's back. I'm going to put him on. Welcome back, Tom. Thank you, Don. I, I think I'm back in cell phone service now. Okay, great. Yeah, well, I got kicked off too, and I didn't realize that I was just rambling on and on because I wasn't looking at, at you know the board, and all of a sudden I heard that neat, 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 neat noise from my phone. <laughs> But anyway, we're, we've just reviewed uh, processed foods, the bad fats, the good fats, avoiding wheat products, uh, eating more fruit, and we're on GMOs now. And uh, like I said, we are going to have a show just for GMOs. So just to touch lightly on this t- uh, tonight, um, stay away if you possibly can. The uh, corn is, I believe, 80% genetically modified unless you buy it and it says it's organic. Soy, I believe, is 90% genetically modified. And then there are an entire list of other genetically modified ingredients. Um, one of the things they say, if you're, if you're going to eat apples, try to get organic. And and I realize this is, this is tough on the road. This is really, you know... Uh, you know, throwing all this at you and saying, well, don't do this and do this. You have to be able to replace what you take away. So if you can't get a an organic apple, you know, at least wash it really well. Matter of fact, wash all your vegetables very well if, uh, if you can't buy organic. And even the organics I was reading the other day, they're allowed to use organic pesticides. Well, you don't want anything on your vegetables, so just wash everything really, really well. 
Um, Tom, I don't know. Did you want to add anything uh, to uh, we were talking about the good fats, the bad fats, wheat products? I do want to move on because we have to um, go to the difficulties. And like I said, for every problem, you have to have a solution. But I just want to make sure, um, you know, as far as fats and wheat products go, was there something really significant that you wanted to say about either of those two categories? Well, the biggest thing that I, I, I want to throw in is what you're just kind of saying with, like, the the the, the, uh, the vegetables, you know, the organics and things like that. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. If I can get organics, particularly the heirloom varieties, they're my preference when I can find them. But I'll, I'll be honest, when it comes out onto the road, I get what I can get because I just look at it. Eating a fresh vegetable is better than a lot of the stuff that I can eat out of a truck stop, and it may or may not be organic. But right. You know, the same I, here. I agree. The, mm-hmm. And really what it comes down to is it sums down to one thing. It's progress, not perfection. You know, a lot of times right. we get so focused on, oh, I was doing so good. Now I messed up and I start, you know, I had I had a couple pieces of cake and I only maybe should have had one or none. And you start beating yourself up and you let yourself get all off track. And instead of looking, hey, I did two weeks really good or I did three workouts in a row really good or whatever your success was, instead of focusing on that success, we start focusing uh-huh. on that failure. So the thing is, if you can't find things or you can't exercise every day perfectly, don't worry about it. Focus on what you can do and just say, hey, you know, I am doing this. This is good for me. I may not be able to do everything perfect, but focus on your progress and don't worry about perfection. Because, because unless you're Donna Smith or Linda Cathy, not all of us can be perfect. Hey, and I'm not perfect. Let me tell you. Do I You're cheat? Not? Yeah, I do cheat. <laughs> I know, hard to believe, isn't it? <laughs> does does but, Alan believe that? Uh, he lets me believe that he believes it, but he knows better. <laughs> that works, that works. Uh, but, but, but anyways, now that we've, we've focused fun on ourselves, we probably should move on a little bit. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Here, we've got a, a lot of good stuff because I know people are waiting for, you know, the obstacles and now the solutions. And we're going to cover staples on the truck, the equipment. We're going to include staples on the truck, food. And let's go over the quick list of uh, general obstacles. So you have time to stop during the day to eat or shop for food. Okay, this is an obstacle. Difficulty parking to obtain food. Uh, this is also a, a difficult thing. And uh, what to eat between meals that's healthy. In other words, you've, you've taken away all my snacks. I can't eat all this garbage. Okay, what can I eat in between? And, and we'll have a solution for that. Making the food taste good. And we're going to give you a list of spices and good oils, which we already kind of went over the good oils. Um, temptations of fast food and truck stops. What do you replace it with? Again, and a lot of the fast uh, the truck stops are offering uh, good food, healthier food uh, options, uh, not knowing what to cook and not knowing how to cook. So let, let's start and let's quickly go through these. Um, Tom, what do you do? You don't have time to stop during the day to eat or shop. When do you do that? When, when do you shop well, for your food? I do it in one, way, uh, one, two to three times. Sometimes I'll do it on my, my 30-minute break. Um, and uh, for the person who just messaged me, you press one so Donna knows you're, you're there. Uh, but 
you you um, uh, you ah, I just lost the train of thought. But you can do it on your thirty minute break. If you do a reset, you can do it on that. You can do it during your ten hour break. There's a lot of times that you can find to do it. The biggest thing is you have to want to do it. Um, you know, there's a lot you can do on your 30-minute break in terms of making a very fast and simple meal. Uh, I, I know that, not to plug the cookbook per se, but that cookbook that we're getting ready to introduce, it's got a lot of lunch things that you can do in less than 30 minutes, including cleanup. Um, so there is a lot of things that you, you can do for that. Time really isn't a huge obstacle for me. Sometimes it's finding those places where I can park my truck, where I can either run inside the store real quick to do shopping. But you watch your eyes out, you talk to other drivers, and you'll find those places either near a truck stop or that you know allow truck parking. And if you're not unsure if they allow truck parking, call the store and ask them, say, I need to come in, do put some quick shopping. And a lot of the store managers, as long as you explain what they're doing, they'll say, yeah, you can go park over here. So well, there oh, are I just ways around it. There's new people that are coming on right now, and I just want to let them know. Um, on your keypad, press 1 if you want to say something, and uh, we'll open up your mic because um, I don't know who messaged you. Uh, but you know, I, I know, of, but I'm not going to say who. Okay. Okay. Just click, click uh, 1 on your keypad, and then I'll know you want to talk. Okay. Um, you know, Tom, we've taken away a lot of stuff. Um, what do you replace it with? Okay, you're hungry. You, you're, you're, you know, you you don't want to eat that bag of potato chips or Doritos like you used to. And a lot of it is oral fixation, you know, just boredom and everything. One thing I thought of, of course, you know, everybody knows I'm not a truck driver, but, you know, I, I was thinking would be like fruit, berries blueberries and you you eat one at a time and you just go back and forth and you you get that you know that oral fixation type of thing satisfied um fresh vegetables i mean slice them up they they even if you don't want to slice them they they have them in the bags already done and get used to that and i'm going to tell you how i love fresh vegetables and without it i think they're boring i take olive oil and i toss them and then I put garlic powder over them and salt. And then I toss them again. And I'm going to tell you something. It's delicious. I mean, it's a treat. Now, I don't know if anybody else does that. Have you ever done that, Tom, where you just put some olive oil no, and mix I, them up? And maybe it's because I'm, I'm a, farm, a farm boy at heart. I like yeah. fresh veggies plain. Maybe a sprinkle of salt or a little bit of lemon juice. Or if I, I, I really want to splurge... Uh, some nice, nice hummus, but you know, for, for the most part, I mean, when I was a kid, don't get me wrong, I loved the ranch dressing and the other dressings like everybody else. But now that I've gotten older, uh, I like my veggies plain. Uh, you know, an, another good snack: almonds. Uh, for fruit, my favorite fruit on the truck is actually grapefruit. Uh, I'll peel it just like you would an orange and section it, throw it into a Ziploc bag, and every so often I'll reach in and grab one of those sections and pop it into my mouth. And it's low calorie. For those of you who are concerned about carbs, it's lower in carbs. Uh, it's low on the glycemic scale, so if you have some sugar issues. The biggest concern with grapefruit, though, is if you're on certain medications, you do have to be careful of it. So, and that is you know, so grapefruit. true. I almost tell people to stay away from grapefruit if they're on any medication because it, it interferes with so 
many of them. Yeah, I'm going to tell you another thing I thought of, and um, and then I'm going to get to this caller uh, hanging on the line. But um, you know, when when I came down with uh, with Crohn's, they had put me on tremendously high levels of prednisone. And if anybody knows anything about prednisone, um, it's very easy to gain about 100 pounds if you're on prednisone. So I knew immediately that I had to just flat out cold. Carbohydrates were off the were off limits. The only carbs I ate were green leafy vegetables and you know green vegetables, broccoli, asparagus. Other than that, there was no wheat product, no potato, no rice, nothing. But that's because I mean I I was on the forums and I read all these people heartbreaking stories. How I mean in one night I'll never forget this woman gained 12 pounds and it scared the hell out of me. So I said, okay, what did I do? I made pots of soup. I ate soup every day for six months. And, of course, I changed up the vegetables, the seasonings, things like that. Instead of gaining 100 pounds, I ended up losing 20 pounds um, during that time. So for all those people who are on prednisone, yeah, you can lose weight. You just cannot eat any carbohydrate at all. Um, anyway, I just want to tell people that because if you have a crock pot or something and you like protein, is this feasible, Tom, to have a chicken cooking in your, you know, cooked in your crock pot or cooked and then in your fridge or your cooler and then to nibble on it? I mean, it, do you do it, that? It, it, it is feasible. I, I, you know, the other thing I've heard of drivers doing is taking your, your not so much your cold cuts, but your better slices of, me or your your better for you cold cuts and a yeah. piece of let's say Swiss cheese and rolling that up and keeping them in a small cooler by their lunchbox that is a snack or like you said a bag of of, of cooked chicken. Um, some truck stops now are even selling rotisserie chickens either by the half or by there the quarter go. that you can get. So th- the thing is, is there's always options and. You know, there's a bunch of really good groups out there to get some suggestions. Uh, there's Linda, Low Carb Traveler, Rolling Strong does some. Uh, I know Linda Caffey has some good tips on her or on her blog on uh, Team Run Smart. So there are a lot of options out there. All right, I'm going to pick up area code 479. Um, let me see. I think I know who it is. Uh, hello, 479. Who's this? Hey, Donna. Hey, Tom. Les Willis, how are you guys? Hey, Les, well, how are you doing tonight? I'm muddling good. along good. here. I hope I'm doing okay. Yeah, they didn't give the Donna. They didn't give the announcement uh, when you call into Blog Talk to press one. So maybe that's why nobody's pressing one. Yes, and and we noticed so. that the other day because we did a test show, yeah. um, so that I could be right. familiar with the switchboard. And Alan mentioned that he said she no longer says click one. So we're including that now in um, you know. During the show, hey, if you want to talk, no wonder so many people for so long. All these people would be on the line, and nobody, you didn't, you know, you you couldn't answer them. And now I know why. So um, okay, we're just gonna have to say that. So anyway, have you been listening right. long? Uh, no, I actually had a, a water line break that I had to go uh, repair again. So I've been. Uh, Tied up with that, and I ran back so I could get onto the show and uh, and, and listen in. And um, 
I did hear, you know, what kind of things do people do? One thing that I really, really like to do is I, I love asparagus. And uh-huh. I like to drizzle it um, with um, olive oil, the extra virgin olive oil. Yep. I'll drizzle it with that. I'll throw some almond slivers on top of that. And then the Montreal steak seasoning. I love it on on top of that. And it's, man, it's so filling, and it's really, really light. Um, so I, I that's just one thing that I question. like to do. Yeah. Isn't it true once you start eating these things and knowing what real food tastes like, don't you crave them? Like if you don't have them, you know, like if you're, you know, stuck somewhere and you you got to eat something else. I mean, I crave oh. my vegetables now. Right, and, right. And I never thought. You know, um, I'm I'm getting more of an appreciation for for the different tastes of food. It's amazing. I, I recently quit smoking, um, probably the end of November. And Congratulations! It is amazing how much more I can taste the food. You know, used to it used to be just bland. It had no taste. You know, sometimes I felt like I might be eating Johnson grass or something. But uh, I, uh, I, by quitting smoking, I, I got a, a different appreciation for for the different varieties of vegetables out there, um, and it it, uh, it really opened my eyes to what I was actually missing because I I love to eat. I mean, <laughs> and I since too. I quit smoking, I, I have had some weight gain. Um, I, the other thing that I well, really, I'm, I'm really like I'm using those why, electronic ones, um, you know, the ones that you fill oh, with this. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think vape, I do the it. Vape, the vape. The vape, yes, vaping. And yeah. I'll tell you, it's working out right. really, really well for me. Um, you know, and I noticed I, I don't – it's more of like having it in my hand. And especially right. if I'm on the phone or on the computer, um, I think it's really right. just a habit. I'm um, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave your lines open, both of you guys. But I've got another caller, um, area code three o three, and I'm gonna pick them up. Okay, area code three o three. Who do we have here? That's Rick Ashton. Hey, Rick, how are you? Pretty good. How you doing? Well, I we're just the having a great old. Well, I, well, well, I want minutes because just as you went off the air, I was stopping for fuel. But I just wanted to throw in a couple of things from earlier in the conversation when you were talking about reading labels and so forth. One of the first books I ever read when I started getting healthy, the author used the term: "If it didn't come from the ground and it didn't have a mother, don't eat it." Uh, and that's kind of an oversimplification because, as Tom mentioned earlier in the show, there are a lot of good things that do come in packages, but it's the ones without all the complicated chemicals and so forth. And another book that I would throw out to people, if you really want to know what food manufacturers are doing to the food today, and you really, really need to know this stuff, another very helpful book is called Sugar, Fat, and Salt, How the Corporate Giant, uh, I'm not sure about the very end, How the Corporate Giant Addicted Us or Corrupted Us, something like that. But sugar, if you go into books and Google Sugar, Fat, and Salt, you'll find the title. And you'll be amazed at, at at what these food processes are doing to food, and you'll know uh, after reading that book exactly why all that stuff is so unhealthy for you to eat. So I just wanted to throw okay. those two and things. And what in is there. the name of that book again? Uh, it starts out sugar, fat, 
insult how the corporate giants and it's either addicted us or corrupted us, something like that. I didn't have a chance to look it up while I was stopped for fuel. Okay. Well, I, Google's a great thing. You, you, you type in that. Matter of fact, I just read something today, sugar, fats, and salt. Um, it's the addictive ingredients uh, in the processed foods. And that's why if I had to tell people just, you know, two things on that list to do, I, number one, it would be drink more water and stay away from processed foods. If you were going to do, you know, anything on that list to start out with, those would be the two things. Um, I mean, yeah, everything else is really important, but it's almost like poison. I mean, I'm scared to death to even, even in a restaurant, I wonder, gee, I wonder what they're putting in the food over here. But... uh, uh, I appreciate that. It's very that. good information because because the sugar, the fat, and the salt that food processors and all restaurants use in food, you mentioned it earlier in the show, it makes you crave more of that food item. So, in other words, they're putting all this stuff into the food to make it come back more often and buy more of this same garbage that does have an addictive effect. It, and it is. I, I was reading, a, looking at a video the other day. And it takes you two weeks to get off of it. It's really like being a, 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 an addict, a junkie. I mean, you really, you have to get off of this stuff? It's true, and that's why the cravings come on. But we're going to get people healthy. I mean, you know, I'm really excited about these shows, and I'm so glad there's all these support groups. Um, Tom was mentioning how he's going to be in uh, at Matt's. Uh, with the with the summit, and I know, let's see, uh, Rick, you're going to be there with Trucking Solutions Group, and I know I was talking to Jeannie Lennox today, and they're having a thing at Matt, so there's a lot of stuff going on. Let's let's before it gets too late, I might not be able to get to the staples on the truck and everything. We might have to wait till next week for that. Uh, but what what are you guys doing at Matt's? Um, Les, tell me about Jeannie, uh, we were, what we were talking about today, about the Matt's Blast. Well, the the first thing that, you, you know, that uh, we're doing is uh, it's the first time that we've, we've actually uh, gone to a truck show and, and been involved in that capacity. Um, but we're actually going to have the HeartSmart Highway trailer there. Uh, that is the name of the Facebook group that uh, we're involved in. And where is that um, going to be, really John? Yeah, we're going to be in the Papa John's parking lot, um, March the 26th through the 28th uh, for the Mid American Truck Show in the truck parking area. So we will be there. Um, we're going to have uh, some type of entertainment there uh, on Saturday, but uh, Thursday morning, uh, approximately nine o'clock, um, we're yeah. going to be doing um, smoothies uh, for everyone to uh, get their get their uh, steps in and get their get their groove on to go to Matt's and enjoy the truck show. Um, we're going to be doing little shot glasses of uh, um, green smoothies and a um, uh, healthy, healthy way to get your, get your uh, day started. So that's the one thing that we're doing on Thursday. Um, and now, isn't there Friday, some kind of sign-up uh, sign when you go in yeah, and get gonna your smoothie? Doing, yeah, we're going to be doing yeah, you can fill out a questionnaire. We're, we're also going to have um, jar openers there um, that we will be giving away. Um, for the people that are on the Heart Smart Highway um, Facebook page 
and are a member of that. Um, we do have a limited number of T-shirts that we will we'll be giving away. Um, so a, a lot of stuff we we're going to be demonstrating using the Nutribullet to make the smoothies with. That uh, There's a lot of truck, truckers out there that uh, use that Nutribullet to uh, uh, make a healthy drink to, to get your day started and get a little pep in your step. So we'll be demonstrating that. We're also going to be um, having a questionnaire there. Um, people who fill that out will be entered into um, a drawing to actually win a Nutribullet. So we're going to have a Nutribullet there that we'll be giving away. So a lot of things that we, we've got going on is geared towards the truck to the trucker and to bring more awareness. It was uh, it was announced with uh, and I was really really excited about this that. Uh, Linda and Tom Kirk will be doing the uh, Cooking in the Truck uh, Summit, which uh, we're going to be uh, participating in. Uh, I think it's a great thing that, that uh, all of the different groups will be coming together to uh, promote uh, a different lifestyle um, as far as you don't have to have a chicken fried steak, you know. How, how about a smoothie? And How about an apple or a banana or, or uh, something that give you an alternative? The one thing that really um, has that puzzles me is that lots of drivers out there they take care of their truck. They'll they'll put synthetic oil into their um, motors to to help increase their fuel mileage, but they won't do the same thing for their bodies. So we're just trying to bring a bigger awareness to it and um, uh, give everyone a healthy option as far as being able to fix different healthy meals within within their truck and uh so much well, looking that, forward to it inviting everybody to stop by we'll have our banner out uh we'll have tables set out chairs um saturday evening we're really excited about this that uh julie tussie and her husband will be there performing um with a guitar and and doing some singing and they're just launching their uh release of their new cd uh called big blonde baby and um, it's going to be a good time. We're really going to we're really excited about it, and we ask everybody to stop by and and contribute and stop by and um, try to get some different information and different uh, uh, different ways of doing things while you're out there. You know, please take care of yourself because uh, nobody's going to take care of you. Um, like you will. It's up and to I you to take care of yourself. And well, Papa John's is going to have a, 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 No, no, I was just going to say that's a. That's a, a a fun place anyway, that lot. I mean, it really is. I was, like, really amazed when I went there the first time. Everybody talked about it, but unless you go there, you know, you, you really don't know what's what it, what's going on until you go out in Papa John's lot. Um, Rick, are you still with us? Still here. Okay, so uh, just briefly, i got to go for a, a commercial break in a second, but... What what are you guys doing over at Matt's? I want to make sure everybody knows everything that's going on over there. I'm also going to make a couple other announcements of what's going on from a couple other groups. But go ahead. Well, Thursday evening we're going to be doing our sixth annual health awareness walk, as we do every year at Matt's and it gets. We're going to be doing it on Thursday evening just before Tom and Linda do their cooking summit. Uh, we're going to be meeting around 6.30, 6.45 in front of the OIDA stage, and then we're going to take off on our walk at 7 p.m. We're going to be walking over to Churchill Downs Raceway, home of the famous Kentucky Derby, every year. And most people who park their trucks at Papa John's don't realize just how close Churchill Downs is. 
So we're going to walk over to Churchill Downs. We stop in the, of the main entrance there, and you can look around, see a lot of the place, and we take a group picture, and then we'll walk back to Papa John's parking lot from there. And it's a, it's a little bit less than a mile and a half, so it's a real easy walk, uh, long sidewalks and so forth, so it's safe. We just encourage everybody to come on out, join us, walk and talk with us, and meet some more people and, and start building that support group that Don has talked so much about is Everybody on our health walk is all about getting health, meet new people, share ideas on the walk over and the walk back, and we're looking forward to having you join us. Again, Thursday evening, down at Papa John's lot. We're going to be meeting about 6.45 p.m. in front of the OIDA stage, and then we'll start our walk at 7 p.m. So there we go. We've got starting out with a blast uh, at 9 a.m. with with your um, healthy uh, fruit smoothie, uh, I guess it's vegetable and fruit smoothie, and, and boy, they are good. I mean, I, I drink them all the time. And then Thursday night is the uh, the walk, and then at the Freightliner booth, we've got the cooking summit. So I think I've got it down for Thursday. Thursday's going to be a big health day. Um, Tom, did I get that right? Thursday for the trucking uh, cooking summit? So just a clarification, it's at the uh, hospitality trailer in the Papa John's lot, not at the Freightliner booth. Okay, all right. So everything, all this is happening in Papa John's lot. I mean, that's where the action is. So um, I'm going to take a quick break here, and uh, we'll be right back. Heads up, truckers. Are you looking for deals on trucks, trailers, parts, or equipment? Or maybe you need to sell something truck-related. Well, there's a great spot on the web where truckers deal with other truckers. No middlemen involved. That's why we call it TruckerToTrucker.com. There's no charge at all for looking. And if you want to place an ad for what you're selling, it's just $19.95. And it runs till it sells. So whether you're buying or selling, it's time to log on and take a look. TruckerToTrucker.com. Check it out. That's TruckerToTrucker.com. Hey everybody, Alan Smith here, and I want to tell you about TruckerLawyers.com. TruckerLawyers.com helps drivers with their legal needs, and they specialize in workers' compensation, trucking accidents, employment law, and other areas. TruckerLawyers.com arms you with important information regarding workers' compensation and your legal rights, and they are also available to help you find assistance for additional legal issues. This includes determining how to get you the best benefits possible for your situation. The website TruckerLawyers.com is a resource where you can learn more about your legal rights as a driver. Feel free to continue the social media conversation by liking them on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash TruckerLawyers and follow them on Twitter as at TruckerLawyers. Call them to talk through your questions at 1-800-736-5503. Well, everybody, I just while we're talking about Papa John's lot over at Matt's, uh, Matt's is starting the 26th of March. It's it's right around the corner. I just want to mention that it's a huge lot, and there's a lot of walking already involved in uh, it, it, it the uh, exhibit itself. But there's golf carts that you can um, rent over there, and they're very reasonable. Uh, Shelly Lichty, I was talking to her last night. 
And she, once again, is getting that together where you can just go from place to place around Papa John's lot. And even if you wanted to do some shopping and instead of taking your truck or something like that, you could just take this golf cart right near the, the stores they have right nearby. So that's also in uh, Papa John's. You can get a hold of Shelly Lichty. She's on uh, Facebook. And uh, she she's the one who's in charge of the cat cards for the children's hospital. She collects cat cards. And then it gets shipped uh, all over the country to the different children's hospitals. So I just wanted to say that. And one more one that's going to be at the uh, at the uh, at Matt's is the truckdrivershealth.org. It's booth 32010. They're going to have that 20-year-old truck, a truck there that was abused. And the um, the comparison is how uh, the correlation is how when you abuse your body, this is what your body looks like, and uh, it's going to be uh, quite an impressive uh, looking deal over there. There's going to be a lot of people donating parts to repair this and bring it back to its original uh, beauty, just like what we're doing tonight. We're we're trying to bring ourselves back to what we can be, and so if you want to see this uh, incredible display of a 20-year-old truck and what happens when you abuse it. Uh, it's booth number 32010, at, uh, and that's truckdrivershealth.org. And they're also on uh, Facebook, so everybody's on Facebook here. Um, I just wanted to run by. I know we didn't get to uh, go over it, but I want to help people out because they wanted to hear some of the things to keep on your truck um, as far as staples go. And Tom and I had discussed it earlier, and some of the things were a crock pot, a grill, a blender, a cooler or fridge, a box oven, a Ninja 3-in-1 cooker, a rice cooker, and um, that that's all I have. Um, I'm trying to see. Uh, Tom, you want to add to that, and then I want to get into all the spices, because that's, that's my yeah. deal. The only other one that I would add to that would be an electric skillet. But before you go out and buy a bunch of equipment, the first question I always ask everybody is, what kind of food do you like to eat? If you like steamed food, you don't need to buy an electric skillet unless you're going to use it to steam with or some of these other devices. So look at the kinds of foods you like and buy your equipment accordingly. Because, you know, if you don't, you know, if you don't like, let's say, crock-pot food, why buy a crock-pot? So, right. you know, look at what you like. Then buy your equipment based on that. And the same goes with the staples. Look at the kinds of foods you like and then choose your staples based on what you like to eat. Well, I've got, you know, some things that, you know, when you're really hungry and you're stuck, first of all, you want to have tons of water on the truck. Of course, most people do that anyway. Um, But you want your spices. Um, Beans are great, whether they're in a can or you're going to throw them in a crock pot. Almonds are great for quick... uh, protein and energy, cheese, like you were talking about before. And I want to go over all the spices because in order to to turn healthy, your food has to taste good. So I use a lot of spice. And here's here's the list that we came up with. Salt, pepper, garlic powder, onion powder, cumin, coriander, parsley flakes, thyme. Are you there, Donna? I think she vamoosed. Either that or she yeah. hit her mute button off. But I think we just accidentally lost Donna. Well, I'll finish up some of the list. You know, thyme, Italian seasoning, Mrs. Dash, um, <laughs> less suggested Montreal steak seasoning, uh, chili powder. Those are all basic staples that you can have on the truck. And really, though, like I know myself and Linda Cassie, 
we're very salt conscious. We want to control the salt we add. So a lot of things like the Montreal steak seasoning or some of a lot of the commercial chili powders, I personally will read the ingredients on the back and make my own blend okay, so I don't I'm, have all that salt in there. Okay, I got well, so Well, welcome back, Donna. <laughs> uh, thank That's you for okay. taking it over. You. Uh, I know. That's the second time tonight um, that that happened. And, boy, this is for, – for everybody who doesn't know, they, they tuned in late – um, this is my first time doing a show by myself, so I'm doing the switchboard and everything like that. And uh, it, it's a little intimidating, but I've had a lot of help tonight. I really appreciate uh, the callers calling in. Tom, I, I appreciate it less, Rick, um, because I think if I had to talk here by myself for an hour and a half, I'd, I'd really be bonkers. So uh, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, you're you're very more welcome. Great. Uh-huh. I'll throw a couple more ingredients on the list too, Donna. Uh, Go ahead. One thing, a couple things that are also very healthy for you. You can add it on to a lot of things. Cinnamon is very good for you. If it wasn't mentioned earlier, you could put it on cereals or yogurts or or just bump on an apple. Uh, don't mix it with sugar. Make cinnamon sugar out of it. Just the straight cinnamon. And nutmeg is another favorite of mine as well. Okay. Okay, I'm writing them down, and you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I'm surprised I didn't think of cinnamon because I put it on everything. Um, I know I told you cinnamon yesterday, Donna. Okay, <laughs> I didn't put it down. <laughs> but, but, but that's the other thing, too, is with a lot of this stuff is you tend to forget stuff, you know, that you may use. So it's really easy to overlook it. So thank, thank you for reminding us, Rick, because I did forget, forget that tonight. Okay, well, I just got told that I'm running out of time here. I want to thank um, everybody uh, for for calling in tonight, and the replay will be up soon. I'm uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and mute everybody now, but thank you so much. Okay, got muted. And, okay, I'm just looking at everything. Bear with me, people. I'm really, I'm really just learning this whole thing. All right, well, thank you so much. We're going to close it now because uh, the woman, you know, is going to be yelling at me in a minute that we're all done with time. Um, but we're going to have next, the next show will be uh, March 21st. I might have one more in, be, in between. We're going to have uh, Elaine Papp and Dr. Rosarian. We're going to be talking about sleep apnea, every aspect you can think of it, regulatory physical, everything. So uh, we'll have a post about it, and we're going to get as many questions as we can. Plus, we'll have live callers also. But thank you so much, and uh, till next time, uh, we'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. On behalf of Alan and Donna Smith, AskTheTrucker.com, TruckingSocialMedia.com, NorthAmericanTruckingAlerts.com, BlogTalkRadio, and Ask the Trucker Live. I'm J. Michael Collins. Until next time, drive safe and thanks for listening. Five stars, people shout, stop my rig and pull them out. I'm in the truck.